I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made to pour, to pour, to wine, and back again. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have Lucy Thomas <laughs> and Brendan Levi. Oh, wait, I can do my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have surmised that we do not have Lucy with us today. Uh, you might be thinking, uh, this is supposed to be our avatar review, but uh, due to some difficulties, that will be coming next week. But we wanted to give you guys something to hold you over because I know you just like sit there looking at your phones going when's the next episode coming out I can't live without a new swap cast <laughs> so today's episode we will be breaking down the 2018 music video Freaky Friday by Little Dicky and Chris Brown and what a different world 2018 was wasn't it exactly <laughs> But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face Off. And uh, after our breakdown of Freaky Friday, we're going to be reading a listener email that we got in uh, response to last episode's review of The Big Fix, The Christian Body Swap. So we've got a uh, quite an interesting uh, reader email. Did they watch it or did they I just... They, did, they didn't say they watched the film, <laughs> which, you know, I, I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> they listened to the episode, though, so uh, that's good enough. <laughs> so, on to Freaky Friday by Chris Brown and Little Dicky. So, we have been meaning to cover this in some way since it came out in 2018. Um, Lucy was always quite against it <laughs> because, uh, obviously, Chris Brown's involvement, and I, I kind of understand that. But, uh, you know, a song that was quite successful at the time, and it deals with the exact subject of our podcast, so I feel like we had to cover it in some way. So, four years after its release, how do you think Freaky Friday by Little Dicky and Chris Brown has aged. I think it was just as bad when we saw it in 2018, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, uh, the ending 
I was just like, are the like out of these people who are who is relevant? Like the fact that they make like a, a reference to like how Chris Brown is like FaceTiming with Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, that means something completely different now. And the fact that it's Chris Brown FaceTiming <laughs> Kanye, Kanye West, West, it's like, how many awful people do you want to put in, in the one scenario? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I th- listening to the song then and what like and watching it and and seeing it now, I, I still think it's a fun concept. I really like Little Dicky as an artist. Yeah, I think I the really reason love- that I was like up for doing this is because after season one and two of Dave, I was like, ah, mm. oh, I don't respect you as a, a musical artist, but <laughs> as like the show and like his involvement and all that. Wasn't he like writer and director on it or something like that? Yeah, and I mean, the show is very like autobiographical. Does he have like a offshoot career where he does like music that's not about having a tiny penis? Not all his songs are about penises, but the songs that aren't about penises are still comedically Comedic, yeah. inclined. Um no one's coming to him for serious rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and which the clip itself makes fun of that. <laughs> so should we do a 30 second plot summary of this music video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead, because, like, it, I think you, you'll find it really easy, because it is, like, so solidly structured as a body swap, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and it, it essentially condenses an entire body swap movie into a five-minute music video. All right, start at clock, and go. All right, so Little Dickie's at a restaurant, and a fan comes up to him and uh, talks about how much of a joke he is, and Little Dickie wishes that he wasn't a joke. Then on the TV, there's Chris Brown, um, who wishes that he wasn't so famous, and then the owner of the Chinese restaurant makes him swap bodies, and they get to live in each other's lives, um, and uh, fucking... I fuck this up, and like... <laughs> It, it's a five-minute video. You can't even do it in Why 30 seconds. Why can't I do it in 30 fucking seconds? Here it is. It's it's Little Dicky is, like, complaining about his life and wish he was like Chris Brown, and Chris Brown's complaining about, you know, wishing that he had, wasn't so famous, and, and then they switch bodies, and then they learn that they love themselves, and then they uh, switch back. And, yeah, and then like crazy uh, restaurateur who changes them is also just throwing them into bodies of like artists who they could get on the day. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they turn into Ed Sheeran and uh, Kendall Jenner and was DJ Khaled. Oh yeah, DJ Khaled. Yeah. As well. So as someone who doesn't know anything about culture, are, are these people still around? Like, are they? Like they yes. still the guys, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they've done well in that respect. Like <laughs> they they chose solid cameos. Yeah, little Dick. We see little Dicky in Chris Brown's body uh, first, um, and I guess as per the sh- little Dicky shtick, he's very impressed with the fact that he has a nice penis now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, when this first came out, I wasn't as aware of Little Dicky, and I hadn't watched the show, so I didn't realise the whole thing with Little Dicky. The theme is that, yeah, he has a tiny penis. Yeah, yeah so Little Dicky in, well, I presume real life, definitely in the show that he created about his life, he has a small penis, well, what he regards as a small penis, and it's also like a 
like the pee hole is in the wrong place. Mm. Um, so he he's also quite like conscious about how his penis looks, and then presumably he's in the narrative of this music video. All of a sudden, he's got Chris Brown's penis, which we're assuming is quite lovely. Uh, well, he <laughs> describes it that way. <laughs> Um, he's he's impressed that he can like look at it with the lights on, and he takes a picture of it and puts it on Twitter. Um, I don't think any of the body swaps we've ever done have like like really been that focused on the, the penis. penis, like and how. What about impressive- the one where someone literally turns their penis, but like becomes a human? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but even in that, they didn't really talk about what the penis was before it became human. Yeah. Like- yeah, you think you would have some sort of, like, morality about, like, the phallic nature of men. <laughs> so, I guess the other benefits of being Chris Brown, he gets to sleep with a whole bunch of women. Um, he's super famous. He gets followed around. Paparazzi and Little Dicky actually likes that. Um, and the other major thing, which there's an entire verse about is the fact that he can say the N word, uh, <laughs> which he does a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Any opinions? On that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we really can't comment on that verse really. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, can we? I don't know. <laughs> I would rather not. Right. Let's not. Move let's on. not. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> That's um, things to say. All right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and then Chris Brown in Little Dicky's body, he likes the fact that he can wear blue. Um, <laughs> White and privilege. That no, and nobody follows him around. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> It does make it. There's also a verse in there about how he doesn't have to deal with his controversial past as well. Yeah, that is probably the most horrible thing about the whole song is the fact that he refers to the fact that he is an abuser as controversial past. I just wish that he chose anyone else but Chris Brown for this fucking thing. What What do you reckon his thought process was? I, like, I don't know if he was at the same level of uh, notoriety at the time. And so he was like, oh, Chris Brown said he'd do it. I Possibly. But, you know, like, I think still to this day, there are so many people that support him. He's still winning awards. I know at the last... This year, he won a major award and got booed by the crowd. Now... What is a famous Chris Brown song? Um, Chris Brown's most famous <laughs> song. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I feel like we've talked about this for, for, for longer than the video. <laughs> Lucy was right. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you heard what we thought of the music video. But how attractive did we find the cast? <laughs> now it's time for Hot or Not. Take it away, Brendan. We should auto-tune me, and I'll, I'll do it like Chris Brown. <laughs> okay. Are they a tutor or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Ding. Everyone, Everyone is beautiful in their, their own way. way. Um. All right. Let's start with Little Dicky. Hot or not. Hmm. Um, oh, you want me to go first? 
Yes. I feel like I'm going to have a lot, like, I'm going to have a lot more attention on me since Lucy's not here for you, you two. <laughs> I feel like this segment's often like, you two do your thing and I'll just, you know, pipe in at little intervals. Well, not this week, buddy. Um, I think, I think he is an attractive man. I think he's got his, like, his own style and, you know, persona that works for him. And he's, uh, he's following it. He's got it. <laughs> so does his mangled penis color your opinion on him in any way? Well, I, f- I think it's so mythological that I'm not sure what's real and what's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> And I guess we can just do hand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hand stuff's not fun if it's if it's. I mean, look, I don't want to say do that. Hand stuff to I, me. I don't need to do hand stuff to. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> look, I don't want to shame anyone. Like maybe you know, there's more to a person than their penis. So you know, maybe you could just overcome it. Look, I have to agree. I'm going to give him a hot as well. I like. I think he's funny, which. You know, adds a lot of points, and generally, I I think he is an attractive person. The the curly hair, the uh, he's he's kind of got like that. I don't know, like that goofy kind of charm to him. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna give him a hot. Yeah, but I mean, if his personality is what it is on Dave, though, I think I couldn't be around him for. Well, I assume that's just sort of a, a. like inflated for the show. Like I'm sure like it seems like he's self-aware enough to know that's who he is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's like um oh, who's curb your enthusiasm? Larry David. Larry David. I'm sure he's not that awful in real life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, surprise surprise, the next entry, Chris Brown. <laughs> Hot or not? Um the man can dance. Uh, that's it's an objective truth. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I I think uh, some of his controversial past <laughs> <laughs> plays plays a role in uh, how I see him. So I'm gonna give him a not. Yeah, I am definitely gonna give him a not. Um, if you abuse women, you can go get fucked. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like, you know, I'm a pretty superficial person. I can overlook a lot. <laughs> you could be covered, covered in, in literal shit. shit but <laughs> that's where you cross the line, buddy. So, fuck off. I didn't even know what the controversial past is. So, I, I felt like we wouldn't cover it on the show. So, we can cut this It's out. It's not fun. Like, yeah, just uh, research it in your own time. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Hot or not? <laughs> no, I, like <laughs> I don't. Know, I'm sure things. I'm sure he's a lovely person. No, actually, no. Why would I think that? Who knows? <laughs> he's I, a mystery. I don't even know. I couldn't even sing you a song. I know he's like super famous. Shape um, of you. You don't know shape of you. No. Okay. Yeah. Bad habits. No, <laughs> you're saying words. I, I, I don't know what these things are. Um, but he looks like a little frog man, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing for gingers, but... Is he ginger? No. I thought he was blonde. He's blonde in the music video. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's ginger. But anyway, I'm still giving him a knot. Yeah. Um, but like he, he needs to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's got no problems in life. 
<laughs> like, he's an inspiration that you can be that ugly and still <laughs> succeed. <laughs> uh, DJ Khaled, hot or not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like DJ Khaled? I don't like his energy. I feel like he's like a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> He would be, yeah, it would be quite intense, I feel. Like, he would be shouting shit at you in the middle of getting it down. He'd be, like, trying to sell me merch at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give him a nod as well. Um, And uh, finally, uh, Kendall Jenner. Um, Yeah, I can't remember why everyone hates her. (laughs) Uh, She did the- The Pepsi commercial? The Pepsi commercial. Yeah, being dumb it doesn't mean you're not attractive. <laughs> As we well know. <laughs> yeah. She is quite she is very she's the prettiest Kardashian, I have to say. Yeah. Um and yeah, I I also yeah, I can't hold the Pepsi thing against her because it's so fucking stupid that it's amazing. It's like um, yeah, it's celebrated really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um sometimes when I just want to pick me up, I put that Pepsi commercial on. <laughs> Uh, now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some entertaining reviews of Little Dicky and Chris Brown's Freaky Friday from across the interwebs. <laughs> We're doing an entire episode on this music video. <laughs> Robin Skull on YouTube says, This song never gets old, no matter how much I listen. I never get bored. Like, uh... Yeah, I just find it interesting people who are like, ah, oh, I just need to sit down and put on, like, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, these, like, comedic artists. Uh, um, you know, I have to say, I do sometimes listen to Lonely Island stuff. Yeah, the Lonely Island. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to it in a while. But, like, there is some, like, just fun music there. And I guess yeah. it's just, you could say the same for... Yeah. This one, if this is really a gem, I guess. Yeah. Yabu D says, can we just appreciate the acting on Chris's part? Legit looks like he and little Dickie swap bodies, and they were so excited. <laughs> YouTube wait, wait, comments. Wait, wait. Wait. Ed, Sheeran, <laughs> Ed Sheeran having to say to, uh, that being himself is way less cool than being Chris Brown is, being, is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> by Noah Crow comedy <laughs> Wednesdays with Wes says the pure joy of Chris in this is so cool it's really cool seeing a non-edgy side to him what does that mean <laughs> uh, I hate the internet <laughs> <laughs> Yabu D says can we just appreciate the acting on Chris's part Legit, looks like he and Lil Dicky swapped bodies, and they were so excited. That's the one I read earlier. Oh, is it? <laughs> you fucking idiot. I was, I was reading another one at the time. <laughs> <laughs> How's my God. reaction? It's, it's so good that you actually listen when I fucking speak. It's a really good feeling to know that. Uh, I was trying to help. (laughs) (laughs) Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's get to tenuous recommendations where we each recommend a piece of media that is linked to today's music video in some way. And a reminder, if you ever want to see a list of all the recommendations we've made on the show, head over to our letterbox page, which is linked on our website. So I will begin... Uh, my tenuous recommendation is the 2019 film directed by Danny Boyle and written by Richard Curtis called Yesterday. It stars, um, oh. among many other people, Ed Sheeran, who's also in this music video. Have you seen Yesterday? Uh, no, I never watched it. Like, it was always one I was very, like, 50-50. Like, I'm not a huge Beatles person. But yeah. the concept was intriguing. Like I, I was like, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm either way on it. So, yeah, you're saying I should watch it. Mm, I think you'd hate it, but I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might like. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't like it. I, yeah, I'm guessing uh-huh. you wouldn't like it, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. So it's basically the concept of the film is uh, the main character. He's like a struggling musician. And then there's like this big blackout that happens and he gets hit by a a truck. And when he wakes up, um, he discovers that now the Beatles have never existed. But he remembers Mm. all the Beatles songs. So he he starts performing them and becomes a big artist using their songs. but yeah, so it's kind of like a what if kind of fun, supernatural, high concept comedy. It's also very much a rom-com. And, you know, this is by Richard Curtis, who did, you know, films like About Time and Love Actually. Um, so yeah, it's very much in the spirit of all those like British rom-coms. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really fun and interesting concept. I know some people are a bit upset that it doesn't really like deeply explore that concept and like all the ramifications of it but i thought it was just a, like that exa- that's yeah this guy over here you reckon yeah yeah that that would be you um but if you just want like a fun little trifle of a film that's easy to watch and has a few laughs and some good music then i would recommend yesterday like i don't want to ruin the ending but does he find it ultimately hollow to have thousands of people screaming the lyrics of songs that he never wrote. And yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, it does. Cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, what's yours? I was, I was trying to figure out something other than Dave because you did something other than Dave, <laughs> the uh, TV series, Dave. Um, so I was like, what's Kendall Jenner done? <laughs> <laughs> and she was in Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was she? Yeah, she did an episode of Dave. I can't remember that far. Um, uh, she did a, a cool outfit. Um, it's like her dressed as Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> just recommend the her. fucking. Just recommend the fucking Pepsi ad and be done with. It. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna actually. I'll, I'm gonna recommend a, 
American Vandal because that was a oh, really yeah. good show. And the Netflix series, particularly the first one, which stars a Jimmy Tatro, who is also in this music video, and uh, sort of the star protagonist, uh, no, antagonist of the of the uh, American Vandals season one. So, yeah. I uh, I really enjoy, like, I, I'm not often a, a person for, like, mockumentary style, uh, like, films or television series and stuff like that. But uh, the way American Vandal has this, like, sort of, like, true crime, like, just going 100% in on it. Uh, while it's, you know, portraying this, like, comical, like, schoolyard prank um, of drawing dicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic watch. And, uh, yeah, I think if uh, you haven't seen it, it's well worth, uh, you know, spending a couple of days going through it. Yeah, I would second that. I kind of, for some reason, had never watched it. And then this year when I got COVID, I finally gave it a go and, like, ate through it in one day. <laughs> um, and, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's so good. Yeah. And I think we also, it goes without saying, we both recommend people watch Dave since we already brought it up a couple of times and said that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I think that concludes our discussion of this music video. It only took half an hour <laughs> to discuss a five-minute music video. <laughs> so we had a lovely email from our listener, Alex, um, all the way from America. And uh, on last week's episode, I asked the question, if there was any theologians out there or pastors, if they could please let us know if there has been any body swaps in the Bible because the pastor in the film posits that there weren't any. So um, our lovely listener Alex sent us a email and he says, Hello. So I'm not a theologian because seminary costs way too much money in America, but I am very active in Episcopal ministry, and I have studied theology a lot, especially queer and feminist theology, which wrestles significantly with being bodies. There are no body swaps in the Bible. Our idea of the mind-body or soul or spirit split, Cartesian duality, is a product of later post-biblical philosophy. In the Bible, self and the body are the same. For most of the Hebrew texts, there isn't that much emphasis or understanding of an afterlife because of this. Much of the Bible is actually pretty materialist. Shades were seen as lingering impressions of a person that gradually faded away, but they weren't solid continuations of one's self or personality. They were like something the earth remembered and held onto. Ideas and beliefs about afterlife come later, coinciding with inc- with increased turmoil in Jewish or proto-Jewish societies, with wars and the first destruction of the temple. We see more emphasis and language about an afterlife, which probably partly reflects genuine changing beliefs, possibly influenced by neighboring religions, as well as a resentment against invading imperial powers. Your shitty to us now in this life so you're fucked in the next sort of thing this is what carried over into the christian scriptures and fuels much of the rhetoric against systems of wealth and privilege but that increased spirituality is more of a dimension or aspect of our body not something separate 
Our body is our soul, so to speak. So it wouldn't make sense for them to imagine body swaps. In Samuel 1, there is the witch of Endor who performs a seance, but the spirit she raises is physically spaced outside of her, and there's nothing like a possession. Demonic possession is also a product of later philosophical ideas. And then he must have thought about it and sent another email, and he said, scratch that about demonic possessions. Those are a thing in some Christian scriptures. If they were understood as literal histories, demons would be interpreted as being totally different from humans, so they could coexist in a body the way things like oxygen and microbes do. It wouldn't have occurred to that culture that one personality could physically displace another personality unless I am extremely mistaken. The story of the Gerasene demonic might actually count. I've always read it through a literary lens, and it's a message about the harm social alienation does to individuals. But if you just read the story as it is, the narrative about a demon inside a man who then moves into pigs, this reflects the Roman influence whose religion and science had ideas of self closer to our modern notion of souls. So, a lot to unpack there. <laughs> what about Legion? <laughs> what about, what's Legion? Uh, he's like a, a guy in the Bible who had like lots and lots of demons in him and Jesus casts them out. So, there's a guy named G- Legion in the Bible. That sounds like well, a superhero. No, that's the name of the, the demons inside of him. Ooh. Exactly how did that go down? So, there's like a whole bunch of demons and they all go into one person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And did they do, like, wacky things when they were inside of him? Like, scream oh. in the bathroom mirror and then look at their penis? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure because, like, they don't come in until, like, Jesus is on the scene. So he's sort of the protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, when, when Jesus rocks up, he's he's already like, oh, yo, it's it's uh, the son of God. I'm, I'm going to bounce out of this dude. <laughs> That's in the uh, the young adult, yeah, <laughs> cool hip Bible. <laughs> That's how they say it. <laughs> so he was saying there's a pig swap in the Bible. So yes. are we to believe my brother the pig is a Bible adaptation? I think that's a big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Just the dad, like <laughs> I'm trying to make the connection in my I, head. But <laughs> I want to see like Mel Gibson make my brother the pig <laughs> the remake. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fashion just have of all pig. this like world world music and <laughs> sweeping shots of silks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is an unexplored area. I want to see the you know body swap Bible class. I'd go to that in the re the the, the region of Gerasene is where Jesus also comes across Legion. So there you go. Ah, so there was like a body swap kind of. Oh wait, it's area. the same story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he cast cast them into the pigs. <laughs> so Jesus moved him into a pig. He, yeah, he moved all the demons within Legion into a pig, uh, into a bunch of pigs, and they all like run off the off like a cliff. So Jesus was the Scarlett Johansson of this story. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> oh. Except you know, all the all the pigs commit suicide in this <laughs> this version. So, well, you know there is that whole like meme about Scarlett Johansson like literally playing every role. Um, 
when she was cast <laughs> as like a trans man and like a uh, Asian woman. <laughs> I Wait, guess Jesus Jesus is the next <laughs> logical step in that. You didn't hear about this? I'm no. pretty sure we discussed this on the My Brother the Pig episode. <laughs> well, I think this podcast, I mean, this episode has taught anyone anything. It's how much I listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, she was in Ghost of the Shell where she played a, actually, a robot. That, that movie's a body swap. We got to do it. Um, <laughs> she played a robot with the soul of an Asian woman inside of her. Yeah. So she the was playing. Soul of, it's like how in Little Dicky, you know, He's like Chris Brown with the soul of a white man inside him. Yeah, exactly. But everyone was like, well, why couldn't have it been played by an Asian robot? But anyway, (laughs) then so there was a whole like controversy around that. And then immediately the next role that Scarlett Johansson accepted was as a trans man and everyone's <laughs> like stop stop doing this <laughs> and like her first reaction was to be like defend herself and then she ended up pulling out of the movie and apologizing um <laughs> but yeah so i'm but yeah i would i would pay to see scott johansson play jesus in a movie i want, I want to see it uh, I was. I thought you wanted her to play like everyone like a <laughs> yeah like she a- could play she could play Jesus, she can play the Legion, she can play the pigs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Alex wrote a very intelligent email. I want to have something intelligent to say about it. To say about it? it? Yeah. That's a a shame. I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. Wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. My question is, why is he listening to our podcast? (laughs) Because he's got taste, all right? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Like, fun thing, I really, I went to this gig and one thing I I appreciate is our our fans who, like, write, like, reviews and stuff like that. Because I saw, like, a Grammy-winning artist last week and the entire crowd was standing fucking still to, like, these slapping bass beats. What are you saying? Like... I'm saying Adelaide's full of shit people and shit, <laughs> shit fans. <laughs> DPWs, yeah, and yeah. our our fans who uh to, who write in reviews and stuff are much lovelier. Yes, I I agree. We do have some amazing fans. Uh, well, do we do we want to call, call them fans? People that listen and say nice <laughs> things to us, <laughs> <laughs> or keep their mouth shut and don't yeah. say terrible things to us. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's okay, but no, they're still they're still DPWs. Are they? Uh Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Piece of shit. Yeah, tell us, tell us why you hate us. (laughs) Hate listen to us. That'd be great. But if you hate us, just send it to us in an email. But if you like us, write the review. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't want these uh, reviews to accurately (laughs) portray our our worth. All right. Well. If you enjoyed uh, us, you know, analyzing a music video for 45 minutes. um, I hope we cut a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't worry. Next episode, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. We will be reviewing James Cameron's Avatar, a two and a half hour movie. So hopefully that gives us a little bit more to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and Lucy, 
will be returning as well. So if you've hated the fact that she hasn't been here, send us a message and let us know that as well. I'm sure she'd love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So until next time, don't be a piece of shit on the ground, DPW, and review us on iTunes and Spotify. And I was Paul Mitzi. I was Brendan Levi. Thank you, Zia. Bye. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.